Okay, we're going to be in the book of Jude again this morning, and um, I had to think a bit for a, a title or a, a, something to label this, and I'd like to label this or title this this morning, Beware and Remember. And I think that probably fits a lot of what we're going to be looking at in the next several lessons, but Beware and Remember, uh, and we're going to be considering uh, mostly Jude verse 4 and verse 5 today. I'd like to start by by reading uh, the first five verses once again. It says, Jude, the servant of Jesus Christ and brother of James, to them that are sanctified by God the Father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance, though ye once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterward destroyed them that believed not. Um, I find it uh, helpful and I think needful in, in to, as looking and studying through the book of Jude and I think other places too, to not forget the context that we're in in the book of Jude that went on before that and and those things that 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 Jude wrote to his God's people wrote to the church these things as all of scripture is given by inspiration of God and for the the several things that the benefit of that is to the church and to God's people and um we're going to we're going to see that down through this and some other passages that were it, it there's the two things that God has delivered his people by his grace and mercy has delivered his people and those that are destroyed because of unbelief uh, uh, um, and it, it mentions here and several several places in the in the the preaching that we have of of uh, Paul Peter um uh, and others that we have in the in the New Testament uh, besides the old that reminds us of these things it talks about what God delivered his people in time past his people he delivered others were destroyed and we're going to there's several examples he talks about down through here in verses uh, 5 through 19 in this book as we time goes by but today we're going to look at some thoughts in uh, verses 4 and 5 uh, uh, here. Uh, and three, kind of three points that are, are, are discussed here in, the, in, in verse 4. No mention uh, verse 5 and some thoughts. But our, uh, the point one being or how this can be kind of divided uh, there will be in the church certain ones uh, that are ordained or appointed to this condemnation, as it said, ungodly men. These, the, the ones that he's going on and, and, and Jude is going to discuss and, and say to beware of and, and uh, examples of those things 
are those that God has, has ordained them to be in that place at that time. Um, as Paul was ordained to be in the place where he was, not only as God d delivered him and made him into that we view as a great preacher and, and many of the books that, that God had him pen uh, that we are, are dear to us, uh, Paul was, was not always that man. And by nature and by in religion, uh, he attests himself that he was not a very, he was not a good man. And, uh, 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 and yet he was appointed at those times to that, all steps are ordered and determined by God. <clears throat> and uh, even, even uh, those things there. So this, we're going to look at this uh, um, as, as a th thought of the certain ones that are ordained of old. And we're going to look at um, turning the grace of God into lasciviousness. And we're going to see what that m speaks about. And then uh, uh, denying the third point would be denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And then the, the, the conclusion or fourth point will be... Uh, the the thought from several verses of looking to our Lord, and not looking to our to ourselves, or to any other uh, thoughts or, or or men, but what the Scripture has to say. Um, Jude says certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men. Uh, first part of verse four, uh, uh, and. These were certain ones, it says, and uh, as the scripture in several places talks about certain ones, certain people. Certain, these, are, these are marked out ones. They're ordained. They're marked out or appointed to this condemnation and to this, this uh, position that they had here. Um, uh, they were not... Um, God ordains and appoints all men to wherever they are, whatever they're doing. And that's a, they've been appointed, uh, these, these ones that were in their midst. And it says here, and it's interesting, the, um, the, the phrase that, is, that the Holy Spirit had Jude use here where it says, crept in unawares. And uh, uh, we have some examples in the scriptures uh, that of those that were in their midst that were crept in unawares. Uh, uh, we've, we've seen people in our midst that we took them to be as we are. It's, it, they said they were. They said, yes, we believe th what the Scripture had to say. And then down the road a ways, we're very surprised because they don't value that Scripture in our Lord the same way as what the Gospel teaches us and, and preaches it to us. And we're surprised by that because we can't, we judge by what we see. We judge by what people say to us. And there's people that maybe we don't take to and we don't necessarily care for them. We can be surprised that maybe they are not what we view them as either. We can have a poor opinion of somebody and then we're proved wrong. And, and uh, But we can have as these did that Judas talking about, these were people with, uh, amongst them. They weren't ones that came in with the flag waving and we're going to take this church over and we're going to make it ours. 
it, it, it doesn't say that. It's not, it, these were, it had crept in unawares and that, the, the thinking there being that they, they were joined to the church like the rest of them. Uh, they were joined to the church uh, as they were. Turn to the book of John chapter 6 for just a second or two here. John chapter 6. Uh, uh, reading some, some words here that the Lord himself uh, said to them, to the disciples. Um, He, above this, uh, in, above this in this chapter, Lord speaks to him, them, and is talking about eating his flesh and drinking his blood, and that uh, um, that he that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth me, and I in him. And uh, and it says there, these are hard things to 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 hear. He was the bread that came down from heaven. He said that that were that they were fed with. And it said, uh, many of them, uh, who can hear it? Who can hear these things? And in verse 63, starting in verse 63 and reading down, the Lord says, it is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus, and these are not his words, for Jesus uh, knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who should betray him. Uh, and he said, Therefore I said unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. From that time, back, that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then he said unto them, Will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered unto him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus, in verse 7, answered them, Have I not chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? And the couple of things with this passage, these, as it says here, there were some hard things for, for them to hear and to understand. And, and it said the Spirit... Um, quickeneth flesh profited nothing and that's that's something that we can could, should maybe ought to read and have in mind every day because that the the flesh profited nothing the spirit is all that uh, giveth life and then the the thinking down here the thought to tie it to Jude verse four was it says Simon Peter says. Where shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe that, and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus answered them, Have I not chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil? Uh, uh, he, knew who, he knew who Judas was all along. He, didn't, he, he wasn't going to have to wait and find out and see if he picked a, a good dozen to be his disciples or not. He knew that, and he, and he said that even before it was revealed to them that it says, have I not chosen you twelve and one of you is the devil? They didn't know that. And there there was those when he said that you're all going to deny me and and there and they'd all said, is he talking about me? I mean, they they didn't say, yeah, we know the one that's we know the one that's marked out. 
uh, I don't think it was evident to them who he was at that time. And, and as, it, as it were, um, crept in unawares to them, he was in their midst and he went out, when they went out two by two, um, I don't think he probably was the one that always was the dissenting vote on everything, you know, and, and said, well, I don't quite believe that. I think, I think outwardly and what he had to say and and maybe he even believed that. I mean, as far as what he was saying, that he believed it. And um, the Spirit didn't bear witness with his spirit, that's for sure, that he was the Son of God. And But the, the thought there being that they, we don't know. We can't see the heart. We, can, we, see, we see what comes out of the mouth. And we can judge by that only that much, uh, by what what a person says and what they what they believe and what we see, and and I think and I think that was a a a, a, a real example of that. In, in amongst them, uh, we're going to talk to about a couple others at the in just a minute. But and then in Acts chapter twenty, turn to Acts chapter twenty for just a for just a minute here. Okay. Let's verse, start with verse 28 of chapter 20. Um, let's start verse 28 of chapter 20 of Acts. It says, Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous wolves enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Also of your own uh, uh, selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch and remember that by the space of three years I cease not to warn every one of you, every one day and night with tears, and now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. And here speaking uh, uh, to those that um, he had preached to and that he had shunned not... It says that shun not to shun to declare all the counsel of God, that these things, as it says here, after my departing shall grievous wolves enter among you, not sparing the flock. Of your own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. And I th I think we we know of those things that take place, and that is what natural man. Whether whether it be in whatever uh, walk of life, but in in the, in religion in particular, there are those that like to draw men unto themselves, and there are those that, as as John was a, a true forerunner of the Lord, and said, "It's not me. Don't look to me. I'm pointing to to him. I'm pointing to the the one that was that was uh, prophesied of of old, the one that that is the true Lamb of God, uh, and that." shall take away the sin of the world and not myself he was he was very humble and not 
and he could have, he had quite a following, and he could have had a following in his own right had he desired that, um, and he did not. And and there was time when, when Paul talked to several of them and said, "There's there's some divisions here that shouldn't be here. You some of you say you're a Paul and Apollos, and others said that's not, that's that's not the." The idea here, that's not the objection here, or the object here. Object is to preach the gospel of, of him who is sent, the anointed, the Savior, the, the, uh, uh, the Lord our righteousness. And that's, it's not, it's not who you follow after. Now we, we have those that we, that we enjoy to hear preach the word or to fellowship with in that way and different things. And there are those that are, that are going to gravitate together in that way, but not, but not as a division and say, I'm of this guy. Now, we, we as our group, we are uh, in this group, and Norm is our pastor. We are of, of this group, uh, uh, but uh, as a shepherd of the Lord's flock, not of Norm's flock per se, and under his name, and 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 um, uh, there are those that follow after certain ones, and that's who they follow after. And you kind of wonder if, if the Lord is maybe a little bit second, <laughs> second in line, or they want him to be second in line. And those there were those, as it talks here, that are um, of your own self, men arise speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. And I don't think when it speaks here, we have to, we kind of have to think about the, the 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 wording and what the words mean. Here, when it says they're speaking perverse things, I don't think that that was they were something that was 180 degrees out of what's right as far as morally going or those type of things. But anything that that changes, as it says here, that it, that um, that are that change the grace of God into anything else. Those are perverse things, and it doesn't have to be but just a little bit of how much leavening does it take to leaven the whole lump? Is it just a little bit? How much can be tolerated? A little bit or none? And, uh, and I think we're speaking perverse things just as it will be speaking of these men that crept in unawares. I, I, I don't, you know, pretty the, uh, the, the sound of the bell just has a little bit of off ring pretty soon. Uh, and and say wait what's not square here, and um, and it, here it takes about talks about the perversion of the God, of the grace of our God and we'll look at that in just a second, but uh, any anything that is not square with the gospel is not right. I mean it can it, it doesn't matter if it's a a church doctrine or church thinking or whatever it is. If it's anything other than than um, declaring the whole counsel of God and only God's counsel, then it's not right. It's wrong, and uh, and I think that as it says here that those are crept in under men, and they're called ungodly men because if they're perverting, as we'll see, the perverting the gospel or the the grace of our Lord. And Savior, or denying Him as who He is, and it, I think these we're going to look and see. It's not denying that there is a Lord Jesus Christ. It's denying by did did He really say this? 
as in the garden. Did God really say that? He knows you're not going to die. Well, they did die right then and there in the, in the spiritual sense, the spiritual death. And uh, so it's not, it's not uh, denying him by saying, I don't believe he is, is the Lord. But by what is being taught, it does say that. Anything that takes away from, from uh, what he has, is to his people, what he has done, or who he is just of himself, is perversion of the gospel. And it's, it's, and it's to be guarded against and, and to be, uh, as it said uh, up in Jude, uh, we have to stand and defend the defense of the faith of the gospel. And um, turn to Numbers chapter 16, please, for just a, we're going to look at a couple of, a couple of thoughts here that, that he gets to, and uh, we're going to introduce it a little bit before Jude does, but it goes along with what we're saying here about the, those certain ones of old and turning the grace of God into lasciviousness. In Numbers chapter 16, and there's quite a, there's quite a chapter, uh, a section here, and it's, and it's dealing with, uh, Numbers chapter, oops, <laughs> I bet if I get in Numbers chapter 16, Numbers chapter 16. Chapter 16, uh, Numbers. It says, Now Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Dathan, and Abiram, the sons of Eliab and On, the son of Peleth, sons of Reuben, took men, and they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown, and they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron, and said unto them, Ye take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them, Wherefore then lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord? And when Moses heard it, he fell on his face. Uh, and he spake unto Korah and said unto all his company, saying, Even tomorrow the Lord will show you who are his and who is holy, and will cause him to come near unto him. Even him who he hath chosen will he cause to come near unto him. And, and um, the... The, the story is they took censers, they put incense in them. Korah, 250 men of renown, and they, they offered strange fire there before the Lord. And the, the, the condense it down a little bit, uh, uh, in the end, Korah and those 250 men and all their houses and all their men and all their things that pertained to them, the, the ground opened up and swallowed them. And before the whole story is over with, the plague that came upon them, 14,000 people died of the plague before, when Moses went before the Lord and stood 
for them before the Lord, then the, the plague stopped. But the, uh, and we know that, sure, we spent some time in the, those passages uh, recently. And, um, but the, the point of being Korah and told his, his lineage, he was from the families there, and certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. These weren't outsiders that came in one afternoon and said, this is a bunch of nonsense, here's what we want to do. These were, these were men of the group. This is men of Israel. These were men, it says here, uh, prince, 50, 250 princes, famous in the congregation, men of renown. Those are not bad things about those men. They were well, they're standing as far as the congregation goes there. They were in good standing. That is how they viewed it. They were certain men marked out to this condemnation to do that and showing that uh, several things from this as you go through that. The point being, God determines who is what goes on and how it goes on God puts the people where he puts them to speak for him as he had them speak and as Moses and, and Moses didn't put that up when, when they came up against Moses Moses said fell on his face uh, verse 4 and uh, he, it was a serious thing he, it wasn't just it wasn't Moses they were complaining against it was God and God how God was doing his business that they were complaining against and um, and it was a serious thing, and um, God took it very seriously. And then in chapter 22, move over to Numbers chapter 22 just for a, a little bit. Chapter 22 of uh, Numbers starting with verse 1, and we're reading a couple of different little places here, but starting with verse 1, Numbers chapter 22, And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in the plains of Moab on this side, J Jordan, by Jericho. And Balak, the son of Zippor, saw all that Israel had done to the Amorites, and Moab was sore afraid of the people because they were many, and Moab was distressed because of the children of Israel. And Moab said unto the elders of Midian, now shall this company lick up all that are around about us, as the ox licketh up the grass of the field. And Balak the son of Zippor was king of the Moabites at that time. He sent messengers therefore unto Balaam, the son of Beor, to Pethor, which is by the river of the land of the children of his people, to call him, saying, Behold, there is a people come out of, from Egypt. Behold, they cover the face of the earth, and they abide over against me. Come now, therefore, I pray thee, curse me, this people, for they are too mighty for me. Peradventure I shall prevail that we might smite them, and that I may drive them out of the land. For I wot that he whom thou blessest is blessed, and who whom thou cursest is cursed. And then, uh, skipping down to verse 19, it says, now therefore I pray you tarry also here at this night that I may know what the Lord will say unto me more. And God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them. 
But yet the word which I shall say unto thee, that shalt thou do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass and went with the princes of Moab. Um, went with the princes of Moab. And it said, then it says, verse 22, God's anger was kindled because he went and the angel of the Lord stood in the way for an adversary against him. Now he was riding upon his ass and his two servants were with him. We know that we spent some time also about uh, Balaam and Balak and uh, requesting him to to uh, curse them. He was going to get paid for this. He wasn't doing it be, uh, as a as, as something he had a mind to do necessarily on his own, but he for pay, they wanted him to curse the children of Israel. He tried to curse the children of Israel and several times, and it was not to be. If God does not curse a people, they are not going to be cursed people. Uh, it doesn't matter what... Uh, and, and obviously men curse God's people out with the words. I mean, they say that, but this is a picture of it. He was not allowed to curse them by word. And uh, the, 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 uh, the point being here that uh, he would, Korah and Balaam were both ones that came, that they were known people. They weren't strangers to the, to the group. They they were known people. They weren't, they weren't ones that come in to overthrow. They were, they were known of the people. And uh, but uh, they crept in unawares. Balaam was going to do that for money, for 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 gain. And in Jude, let me go back to the book of Jude. Uh, Jude, um, it talks about the ones that, that creep in down through here, and we're going to look at they're going to look at these in in future time. But in verse uh, verse eleven of Jude, it says of these that the certain men crept in unawares that are going to do some things that we're going to look at. It says, "Woe unto them, for they have gone the way in the way of Cain." and ran greedily after the heir of Balaam for reward, and perished in the gainsaying of Korah. These are spots in your feast of charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit withereth, without fruit, twice dead, plucked up by the roots. It goes uh, uh, quite a, a description on, and we'll see that before and after that spot. But here, uh, likening them, have gone in the same way of Cain. Cain, we know that Cain came to offer his offering of the work of his hands, as it were, the the fruit of the garden, of the fields, and th things like that. And Abel brought a lamb. I, I firmly believe that those boys were taught by example of what the what the covering that was needed for themselves, that it was a covering that was provided not by the work of their hands, but by God Almighty had to provide the covering as he did with, literally with, uh, with uh, uh, Adam and Eve, symbolically in the, in the, in the uh, offering of that lamb that was given. And uh, one of them showed that by God's working in him that he had that hope in that lamb 
the true Lamb of God, and the other did not. The other, the other did not. That Cain's offering was not even a, it was not even a, a squint your eyes and see it, what it had to say. It said plainly, my work is covering enough. And that's all natural man comes up with too, is my covering is good enough. And Abel's uh, the picture of the true covering in that robe of righteousness that uh, that started with Adam and Eve, that literally and then on uh, spiritually to God's people. And that's what was being spoken of. And then greedily after the heir of Balaam for reward, whatever that reward might be, uh, people following after you, uh, it, it, it doesn't have to be dollars and cents, but but Balaam was doing that for reward. That's what he was for. And and uh, Korah, it says, gainsaying of, of Korah, and Korah wanted the preeminence there too. They, they, they were jealous. Those men were jealous, is what it boils down to, of Moses because they thought Moses was making, taking too much on himself. God placed Moses in that position. And when God first approached Moses about that, he said, I can't do that job. Moses did not seek after the position that God placed him in. But by God's grace, he did do that and could do those things. And, and Moses and, and Adam, or Moses and, and Aaron, and uh, they, weren't after, they weren't after gain. They weren't after doing religious things their way. They were after what God saith, and this is what they did. And that's what they, what they did. And we know, this, we know the story of uh, all down um, of the children of Israel, all the ways that they turned aside like every day and a half they turned aside maybe every day every maybe every minute they turned aside from what God said this is the way and pretty soon they're not in the way and by naturally natural religion and natural man's heart that's all that can be done is the wrong thing it can never be the right thing and God has to uh, uh, has to deliver his people from those things and from that um these certain ones that were ordained of old, it says of God, ordained of old. And the, the uh, next point and the next thought, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness. And that there's, there's many words that of definition of lasciviousness. Um, it can be wantonness, shamelessness, outrageousness, um, or un, uh, false, or um, uh, uh, false, or um, um, there's a word, another word I wanted to put in that I can't think of right this moment. But those things that are not true to God's gospel, those things, and the grace of God. Let's turn to uh, um, let's turn to Romans chapter five uh, for a thought on this. Romans chapter 5. And this, this obviously speaks of, 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 of uh, our, our salvation by our Lord, the faith and peace that, that is only by Him, and that grace why we, by 
wherein we stand, God's grace wherein we stand, but in um, starting with verse uh, <clears throat> verse 19 of Romans 5, it says, For by, as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin did abound, grace did much more abound, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. And, and starting with uh, chapter 6, verse 1. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Christ, Jesus, Jesus Christ, were baptized into his death? Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection, knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin." Uh, 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 speaking how we uh, how we uh, come to the position we are in by our Lord Jesus Christ and here um, in, in verse 20 and 21 where it says uh, the law entered that the offense might abound but where sin abounded grace did much more abound that the sin has sin reigned unto death even might grace raised through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. What shall we say then to, the, to these things? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? That's part of the thought that, uh, that others had, and it's dealt with more than one spot in, in, uh, by Paul, but that if, if grace took care of the sin, so we sin more and we get more grace, um, and, and and that had to be that had to be a thought that was brought up because he he because he addresses it here and the Holy Spirit addresses it here, if, if it's and as it says in other places if it's used for a for a cloak to do those things that are not right, uh, it can't say I'm under the grace of God so whatever I do is covered by the grace of God and so whatever I do is no no problem because. Um, natural man likes that kind of thinking because there's other religions where you can go and you can be absolved of what you did this week and next week's a new week and you can go do what you want to do kind of and you can come back and say well I'm kind of sorry for that and they say well no problem you're you're covered and good is good you can good to go that is not God's attitude or or thoughts towards the grace of God at all um God, God's people know where they have come from, know what they are made of. And by God's grace alone are we what we can be if we are his people and his sheep, by his grace alone. And there are those that, that were, as I said, turning it into to not the grace of God, whatever that may, whatever perversion that will be, whatever way that's wrong, 
it's turning it into the into lasciviousness. And then uh, a couple more spots just to to look at um, in Galatians chapter one. In Galatians chapter one. First verse of chapter 1 of Galatians uh, says, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Grace be unto you and peace from God the Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another gospel, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now uh, uh, persuade men or God? Do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that's, that's where we, we, by God's grace, must stand and must, must, must be. That uh, these here he talked about, it's not another gospel. If it's not, if it's not the gospel of Christ, it's another gospel that's, that's not the gospel at all. It may be another teaching and other thoughts, but it's not, it's not the gospel. And that's what, that's what it's speaking about, and we're going to get into the further detail down as we look into Jude a little farther. But I would, and I'd like to close one more time with the, with the thought in last two verses of Jude. It says, Now unto him that's able to keep you from falling and pres present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. Thank you for your attention and being here today, and we will look a little further into Jude next time.